the Johnson Wax Program. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's self-polishing glow coat present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn, with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. The show opens with You and Your Kiss. other labor savers you may have in your home, don't fail to take advantage of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. The no-rubbing floor polish that saves hours of work, that keeps the colors of linoleum fresh and bright, and does away with tiresome and expensive floor scrubbing. Why is floor scrubbing expensive? Because it ruins linoleum surfaces, as any linoleum manufacturer will tell you. If you want your linoleum to last a long time, protect it with Johnson's glow coat. You can use glow coat on varnished or painted wood floors, too. It needs no rubbing or buffing, whatever. You simply apply and let dry. In 20 minutes, your floor has a beautiful, lasting polish, easy to keep clean and spotless. If you're not a regular user of Johnson's Glow Coat, try some right away. had a very busy day. He's discussed the election at Joe's Tavern, done a little sidewalk supervising of a building ex- excavation, and forward- <laughs> forwarded the youth movement by kibitzing for two hours at a corner lot football game. And here, approaching the house with a glow of satisfaction and a day well spent, we find Fibber, our Fibber McGee and Molly. But he sure got hungry. <laughs> hey, Molly. I'm home. Hey, Molly. It's Fibber. The guy you married on account of his smooth talk and silly ways. <laughs> Molly. Hmm, must have gone to the store. I wonder if she wouldn't leave a light burning for a guy so... Ooh! Ooh! Oh, my eye. Oh, that's right, that's door. Oh. 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 Well, I did, just now. Oh, Molly. Molly, you, you don't believe me? Why, of course I believe you. Whoever got a black eye any other way. They always bump into a door. Now sit down there and let Mother put something on it. Oh, oh but look, Molly, let's get this straight. I, I really did bump into the door. You see, I... Now, please, a... McGee. In the first place, it's none of my business how you got the shine. 
Into second place, when a man spends the day downtown a week after election and discusses politics and comes home with a black eye, it's pretty obvious that... But, uh, listen, Molly, I tell you that Never I... Never mind, dearie. It doesn't matter how you got it. Let's put something on it. Doesn't hurt. Oh, no. It feels wonderful. <laughs> I love it. Think I'll make a hobby of getting black eyes. Sure. Now, don't be sarcastic, Kitty. Tell me one thing. Huh? What does Mr. Gildersleeve look like? Gildersleeve didn't have anything to do with it. Well, who did? Tell me his name and I'll tell That's you. That's I can't tell you his name. Oh, it was a stranger, huh? Yes. Uh, no, it wasn't anybody. I done it myself. I see. You did it yourself. Yes. Yeah. I suppose you got to talking to yourself and said something you resented and hit yourself in the eye. Huh? I bumped into the door. Oh, well, I'm sorry you can't confide in your own wife, dearie. But let it go. I'll boil some tea. I read in a book that tea leaves are good for black eyes. I read in a book about Aladdin and his wonderful lamp, too. <laughs> I don't want to rub this one and have a genius pop up from nowhere. That was a genie. It was not. Genie was the gal with the light brown hair. Well, what's he have to do with Aladdin? How should I know? Where Genie spends her Arabian nights is her own business. Well, what's the difference? They were only fractional characters anyway. You mean frictional. <laughs> I don't either. Frictional is when you rub something on something. That's what I've been trying to say. We got to rub something on this eye. That's rather done. Hello there, daughter. Got your Thanksgiving turkey yet? I'm selling tickets on a raffle that... <laughs> well, hello there, Johnny. Who is the rat that give you the mouth? <laughs> Nobody gave it to me, old-timer. I bumped into a door in the dark. You did, eh? Yes, I did. Johnny, but that ain't the way I heard it. The way I heard it, one feller says to tell a feller, <laughs> Hey, says, Did you see Fibber McGee's shiner? No, says the feller, but it's a cute switch, ain't it? What you mean, says the first feller. Well, says the feller, I mean having the program give him a black eye. <laughs> Well, it sure is a beaut, Johnny. Don't blame it for being all puffed up. Why, <laughs> that old moss back. Does, does this eye really look that bad, Molly? Hi, it's getting so dark the pupil looks like it was going to night school. <laughs> I think you'd better see the doctor, dearie. Maybe I had better go see the doctor. Well, come on, go with me. You got your purse? Yes, I've got it. Come on, let's go. Okay. Shall we walk? Yeah, let's go through the alley and around by... Hi, mister. Oh, hello there, little girl. <laughs> Sorry, I can't talk to you now. We're we're on our way to the doctor. Well, gee, I just want to... Oh. Hi, <laughs> Minnie, what a shiner. <laughs> Who put the dimmer on your headlight, mister? <laughs> I run into the door in the dark, if you must know. Oh, sure. <laughs> A likely story, I bet you. And what does the other fellow look like? Now, look here, sis. I ain't got time to masticate the muslin with you. Well, I'm... 
Gee, mister, I just wanted to ask you if you want to invest in a going business. I ain't interested, sis. What's the business? Well, there's a PTA meeting next door, and I'm running a baby buggy parking lot. I and Willie Toops. <laughs> you mean Willie Toops and I. Oh, trying to muscle in, huh? <laughs> no, I ain't, but how's business? Well, we've taken care of seven babies already. At a centipede. Oh, so you made seven cents, eh? Mm-hmm. Well, as the fellow says when he's seen the well-dressed weatherman, that's a very neat profit. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, no, we got a deficit. Oh, yeah. Ten cents for medical expenses. Medical expenses? Mm-hmm. You mean you had to slip one of the tiny tots of pony a paragoric? <laughs> no, but Willie had to buy some iodine for his knee, I bet you. For his knee? Mm-hmm. He fell down when one of the mothers chased him. Now, wait a minute. This, this started out as a financial report, but it's, it's developing kind of clinical. <laughs> What'd she chase him for? Well, gee, mister, her baby kept crying and crying and... We couldn't make it stop, so we emptied the milk out of its bottle and refilled it. With fresh milk? No. Huh? Hmm? If you didn't refill it with milk, what did you refill it with? Beer. Beer? Hey, wait. Oh, you shouldn't have done that, sis. Oh, sure. Huh? Sure. My papa says if he drinks a bottle of beer before he goes to bed, he sleeps like a baby. And if my papa can sleep like a baby, isn't it logical that a baby should sleep like my papa? Huh? Well, I gotta go check up on Willie. So long, mister. why we should keep ducking into doorways every time we meet somebody. Well, I'm just doing it to save my friends embarrassment. Oh, so you're saving them embarrassment. Sure. When they see this eye, every one of them will say, well, what does the other guy look like? Then they'll realize that's a platitude and be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> hey, look. Where? <laughs> look at the guy down on his hands and knees. 
pushing a peanut with his nose. <laughs> What's the matter, Bud? You lose an election bet? What? Oh, hello, Fibber and Molly. Why, Ooh. Mr. Wilcox. Yes, I bet on the wrong man for governor. <laughs> so I have to pay off with this nut nudging. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why, that's too bad, Mr. Wilcox. Me Uncle Dennis had to do that one. Yeah. Ah, the poor lad. He was a little cross-eyed and he kept falling in the gutter. <laughs> Well, I don't mind this a bit. In fact, I... <laughs> hey, Fibber, where'd you get the black eye? And what does the other fella look like? <laughs> that ain't a very original observation, Wilcox. He says he got his black eye bumping into a door in the dark, Mr. Wilcox. Oh, yeah? I suppose he thinks that's original. Dad <laughs> read it. I did bump into a door. Come on, Molly. Let Wilcox go on with his nasal maneuvers. <laughs> We can talk to him a minute. Doesn't that make your back ache something terrible, Mr. Wilcox? Yes, it does. And I love it. What? How's it come what? Well, it's done a lot for me. It's done a lot. It's made me sympathize with all the women who have spent weary hours on hands and knees with a scrub brush and pail. <laughs> when a little Johnson's wax would not only eliminate scrubbing, but would absolutely seal floors and protect woodwork against dirt and dampness. <laughs> Harlow, if I was as enthusiastic as you are about Johnson's wax, and I put in your hand. <laughs> I'd have it tattooed on my chest. Oh, yeah? Well, look! What? Heavenly <laughs> <laughs> Daisy has. Okay, okay. If he thinks I'm going to get tattooed just to pop him, he's all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, so long, pal. Bumped into a door. Ah, <laughs> oh, go push your peanuts. <laughs> One of these days, that guy's going to... Ah, there. Good day, my dear. A Merry National Apple Week to you, Toggle Coin. Mind if I walk along with you? Oh, not a bit, Mr. Boomer. Well, go on, Boomer. I'm waiting. Say it. What does the other fellow look like? I have no intention of uttering such a bromide, Tumblebug. <laughs> I come from out west, where the only personal question permitted is, what do you have, boys? Oh. <laughs> what part of the west do you come from, Mr. Boomer? A little hamlet called Fox Pass. A village of 300 souls and a small scattering of heels. It was there that I spent my boyhood and the proceeds from a few train robberies. Yes, yes. But uh, what are you doing for the eye, Oyster Fall? Well, uh, <laughs> he's on his way to prison there. He'll do all right. I ought to be wearing dark glasses, Butterfish. They'll shut off the rays of the sun and the hoorays of your friends. I have a pair right here if you care to borrow them. Oh, gee, thanks. That's swell. Shoot the bloomers to me, boomer. <laughs> certainly. <Wow>. Certainly. <laughs> Are you hot tonight? <laughs> now, let me see. Where I put those sunglasses? <laughs> had them right here a moment ago. Sunglasses, sunglasses. Here's a snapshot of a jug band I organized when I was in the jug. <laughs> Recipe for tomato surprise a la boomer. Well, what on earth is tomato surprise a la boomer? Old family recipe, my dear. Take one can of tomatoes, remove contents, refill cans with dynamite, place on the bag vault, catch lighted fuse, and wait for surprise. <laughs> if this fails, stir for 20 years. <laughs> Short length of lead pie, giving a fellow a tap lesson tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and a check for short beer. 
Well, well, imagine that. No sunglasses. Come to think of it, I threw them away last night after mistaking three hearts and two spades for a spade flower. <laughs> Sorry, Glum Grim. Good day to you, my dear. <laughs> McGee, you won't need them anyway. Here's the doctor's office right here. Oh, hi, Doc. Remember me? Remember McGee? Ah, yes, 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 yes. Sit down, Mr. McGee. I want you to be trouble. Are you just being tactful, Doctor? Jeepers, creepers, take a look at his peepers. I bumped into a door, Doc. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I did. Dad, that is... It is possible, isn't it, Doctor? Oh, yes, yes, it's possible. <laughs> hey, Doc, come over to my house right away, will you? Just as soon as I can, Flanagan. What's the matter? My kid's been sliding down the banister again. Bring your tweezers. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Now, what was I going to... Oh, yes, yes, I want to look at your eye, McGee. Yeah, it's this one, Doc. Yes, yes, I know. Turn a little this way. That's it. Now, wink. Fine, fine. Now wink the other eye. Splendid, splendid. I'll say I bumped into the door and winked. Now <laughs> listen here, Molly. I didn't come here Hold to... Hold still, McGee. Mm. Pretty severe contusion. Yes, and it's badly bruised, too. <laughs> the capillary engorgement seems to have involved quite an area of epidermic infusion, but the iris, cornea, and vital venous structures appear to be affected in only a minor degree by either impact or abrasion. Is that good? Yes, 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 that's very good, very good. And now one question, McGee. Okay, Doc. Uh, what does the other fellow look like? <laughs> uh, oh. <clears throat> now I'd better write you a prescription. Where are my blanks? You just fired one. <laughs> Just a moment. There you are. Have that filled and you won't have any more trouble. Oh, thank you, Doctor. Yeah, so long, Doc. Wait, Molly, I can't see you. All right, dear. Just a minute, dear. Well, well, is it expensive? It certainly is. What do I have to take? Boxing lessons three times a week. Oh, <laughs> Men singing Widen My Time. Some fellas like to tiptoe through the tulip. Some fellas go on singing in the rain. And some fellas keep on a painting skies with sunshine. Some fellers keep on swinging down the lane. But I'm not my time. Oh, that's the kind of guy I find. Other folks grow busy. I keep busy. Keep on that. 
Have you ever known me to tell a falsehood? Well, uh... Who's that, thank goodness? <laughs> Mrs. Uppington, look at her. Huh? When did they start making those Deanna Durbin dresses in size 46? Hey, I don't want to talk to her, Molly. If that old moose gets a peek at this eye, she'll tell everybody in town. You talk to her, I'll hide. Where are you going to hide? In this box. into a door. that cover everything, Abigail? Why, please, Miss McGee, as a matter of fact, I brew first glasses this morning and I can't see a thing without them. Why, I should never have known you had a black eye if you hadn't mentioned it. <laughs> oh, 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 you wouldn't, huh? Mm-hmm. You see, McGee, every time you open your mouth, you put your eye in I hope, Abigail, you didn't break those lovely spectacles of yours that were on the little stick with the pearl handle that your sister gave you last Christmas. Uh, uh, Lorgnette, Mrs. McGee. Yes, your sister Lorgnette. No, 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 my dear. The glasses are called Lorgnette. That's kind of silly. What do you call your pocketbook, Suzanne? Well, then what was your sister's name, Mrs. Uppington? Uh, Pearl. Pearl? I thought that's what you called the handle of them glasses. Well, yes, the handle is Pearl. You said Pearl was your sister's handle. Well, who is this Lorgnette? No, no, now, please, please. Lorgnette is the one who I... I mean, I have a pearl handle sister who... What? That is... Uh, the Lorgnette itself is called... Come clean now, Uppy, come clean. Oh. You're being pretty evasive about this. I'll leave her alone, McGee. If she wants to carry a pair of glasses around with three or four assumed names, it's none of our business. What's wrong with your eyes, Uppy? Astigmatism? <laughs> uh, yes, something of the sort. Everything seems to be much closer than it really is. Oh. For example, when I thrust out my umbrella like this, I feel that I am actually poking you in the eye. Wow! Oh. Oh. Cut it out, Uppy. You are poking me in the eye. Oh, really? 
Oh, my, how nice. How nice? Yes, my eyesight must be improving. <laughs> How'd you happen to break your glasses, Mrs. Uppington? Oh, it wasn't I, my dear. You see, uh, Sugar Lamb, uh, that is Billy, I, I, and Mr. Mills, you know. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he came over this afternoon and accidentally sat on them. <laughs> well, that serves you right for being so careless, Uppy. Laying your glasses on a chair where anybody might come in. Oh, but I didn't have them on a chair. No, I had them right on my lap when William said, Oh, it isn't so. Now, don't believe it, no matter who tells you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Sure is romantic, ain't she, Molly? <laughs> <laughs> I think she has a severe case of orange blossom fever. Orange blossom fever? What's that? Well, it's like hay fever or rose fever, only it starts with a slight itching sensation on the third finger of the left hand, and then it gradually... McGee, I just heard about it. Tell me it isn't so. What isn't so, Mr. Gildersleeve? That somebody gave McGee a black eye. Tell me, McGee, tell me it isn't so. Okay, it ain't so. It ain't? Uh, it isn't? Let me see. Oh, it is too. This is terrible. Who did it, McGee? Let me at it. Now, take it easy, Rocky. Nobody done it. I bumped into a door. Besides, what do you care, Mr. Gildersleeve? You never saw eye to eye with McGee before. Well, this is different. Nobody can do that to my little pal. What? <laughs> Tell me who it was, chum. And I'll feed him a handful of knuckles. Maybe you didn't hear, Gildy. I bumped into a door. <laughs> Don't give me that, McGee. I can keep a secret. Come on. I'm bigger than you are. I'll take care of whoever did this dastardly thing. I want you to look upon me, McGee, as a big brother. Thank you, Mr. Gildersleeve. That's all right, sister. What? I mean, Mrs. McGee. <laughs> Come on, little pal. Tell me who it was. I tell you, Gil, I done it myself. Oh, why doesn't anybody believe me? Well, maybe your story is too true to be good, dearie. No, oh, I'm getting tired of this. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Turn out the lights, Molly. All uh, right. But I don't know what... I'm going to go on out and come in that front door and show you just what happened. Now, you stay here and watch. Oh, that little ghost in his name was Lincoln. Never got drunk, but he sure got hungry. I did oh, diddly, I did it. <laughs> hey, Molly. Hey, Molly, I'm home. Hmm. I wonder if she wouldn't leave a light burning so I could... Oh! Oh! Oh, my eye. Oh, that, that, that door. Hey, turn the lights on again, quick. All right, McGee. Oh, oh, did you hear me? Yes, we did. So that's how you got the black eye. Yeah, except for one thing. What's that? I hit the wrong eye. Now I got two of them. Before Fibber and Molly return, let me remind you to add Johnson's self-polishing glow coat to your shopping list. If you like beautiful floors, if you like to save yourself unnecessary work, you should never be without this modern floor polish by the makers of Johnson's Wax. Glow Coat is so easy to apply, a child can use it. You simply pour a little onto your clean floor, spread it around, and let it dry. Without rubbing or buffing, it dries in 20 minutes to a beautiful polish. One that's easy to keep clean because filled things are quickly wiped up with a damp cloth. 
Especially at this time of year with wet days ahead, your kitchen floor should be protected with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Satisfied, dearie. You certainly proved your story the hard way. Look, if I'd been inventing a yarn, Molly, I'd have done better than that old wheeze about bumping into a door. <laughs> That's why nobody believes you, dearie. What do you mean? Why, everybody knows that you'd rather be trite than be president. Trite? <clears throat> Good night. <laughs> Good night, all. This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, inviting you all to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. Listen to this letter from an enthusiastic car owner. Quote, Believe it or not, last evening after dinner, I cleaned and wax-polished the car with car new and was finished before it got dark. Boy, does that car shine now. Unquote. He's writing, of course, about Johnson's Car New, the sensational new auto polish that both cleans and wax polishes your car at the same time in one operation. There's only one way to find out how little work it is to wax polish your car now, and that's to try Car New yourself. Buy it from your dealer, spelled C-A-R-N-U, Johnson's Car New. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Oh.